0: Episode 14, The Doctor and the Slaves of Time, Part 2, by Royce Pendergast. Terry stumbled forward. His body was frail and his hands bent out of shape. He appeared to have aged 20 years. The alien sun had so weathered him as he picked vegetables from the field.
1: <coughs> Do- Doctor, is that you?
0: Yes, Terry, it's me. As he turned to
2: me, I saw the pain and horror in his eyes.
1: Five years?
2: Where were you? What what happened? A mistake, Terry. A horrible, terrible
1: mistake. Can you sit? You left me behind. Did you come back now? You left me to rot while you saved only yourself. Do you
2: honestly think so little of me that I'd leave you stranded on an alien planet to save only myself? What has been five long years for you has only been moments for me. As soon as you were dragged away, I broke out of that cage and ran to the Quester. Had everything gone to plan, I would have swooped in and picked you up before that brute could load you onto his transport.
1: Then why didn't you?
2: The Quester couldn't break through the time vortex. A bubble of time surrounded you for five years, impenetrable from external forces like the Quester.
1: You mean, you couldn't rescue me at all? Until now?
2: It was like that prank you told me about with cling film across a doorway. Just like your unsuspecting victims, the Quester bounced right off it just as I tried to pass through.
1: So what? What are you saying? Time Time
2: itself is mostly fluid, ever-changing, flowing flowing in different different directions with different different outcomes. outcomes.
0: Some things
2: are fixed. They need need to happen for whatever reason. reason. They either can't can't be changed or diverted or find a way to happen through other means.
1: means. It It could be possible that
2: you were meant to be a slave.
1: I'm stuffed. I've been stuck here for five years. I'm destroyed. I'm not me anymore.
2: It's just one of the many possibilities. Another possibility is the vortex interference we were experiencing prior to landing. Nearly smashed us into millions of particles across the universe. It stopped us travelling then, it could have stopped me travelling anywhere within that five year time span. But why? Well it could just be that fixed point in time- But you said- Okay. So forget the fixed point in time, something like another time traveller. On Gallifrey there were certain devices that allowed hundreds and thousands of time machines of all types to operate within close proximity of one another. Without anything like that, two time machines could tear themselves apart, or worse, the near universe apart.
1: I need a drink so badly.
0: Oh, here, this should do the trick. The Doctor produced a water bottle from her pocket.
1: I can't go back, back home like this. Doctor, you have to be able to do something.
2: He couldn't go back. When I realized that, I realized that there was a way to get Terry home, and to save him from this fate. I have an idea, Terry, but you're not going to like it.
1: What is it? Tell me!
2: This blockage just affects this region of space within the last five years, starting roughly when we were captured. Those five years are locked from time travel, other than the natural flow of time itself. But I can pile it back to before you were taken- Really?
1: Well do it then! Travel back and save me!
2: But you must understand this. If I travel back in time to rescue you... Good idea! You, as you are, will you cease to be. Erased from existence.
1: Like back to the future?
2: Precisely. It isn't the nicest thing to consider.
1: Do it. Are you sure? Yes. The nightmares, the stinking sap from these dark shade plants are getting in my brain and I just can't sleep properly. I'm always exhausted. Stop this ever happening.
2: Then I'll do it. I must... Unless it is a fixed point in time, and travelling back I'm unable to rescue you. Then, in which case, I'll be back in a moment to pick you up. Hey. Quick! They've seen us! You there! They'll kill me if I stop! No one's going to hurt you anymore, Terry. I will!
1: They'll lash you and bind you in chains!
2: They already did, and I got out of them before. That's Doctor, right.
3: go! Run! Get away from it!
1: Run!
2: And so I found myself back, five years ago at the black market, where I had been only minutes before in a cage. But now, I was at the market earlier, before Terry, the quester, and I had been brought in. It was dangerous for me to be in such close proximity to my past self. I also ran the risk of being recognised by one of these market storeholders. I needed a disguise. Could
0: I buy that hat and one of those coats, please? As she donned her disguise, the slaver ship landed. Terry and the doctor were marched down the ship's boarding ramp, groggy and stumbling, and led down the street to the cage by the slaver's door. Lady! Sorry?
3: You here to buy a gun? Me? Certainly not. You sure you don't want one? A little one like you would be needing a blaster at your side in an area like this. I'm almost
2: certain I'll be fine.
3: Just going to stand there blocking the products. (laughs)
2: Sorry, I'll
3: move. Oi, you. You can't be blocking my products and just expect to walk away. Oi!
2: Normally, I would not put up with these forceful business practices. But if I will shut that huge gob of yours, I will buy the cheapest firearm you own with a stun setting.
3: Right, Tio, then. That'll be this one safety recently fixed. Stun setting has been disabled, though. We'll undisable the stun setting. Ain't much point in having such a feature on a weapon in these parts.
2: As the gun salesman continued to harass me, I noticed Terry and the slave doctor pulling ourselves to our feet in the cage. I only had minutes to get this right. Fine. How much? Forty gold. Here. The repugnant firearm was in my hands and the setting for stun locked to kill. I withdrew my sonic screwdriver and broke the bolts holding the switch in place. The stun setting was once again functional. On the busy market street, someone shoved me aside as they strode past. I turned to shout after them and after I saw who it was, the farmer, Vito, marching back to the slaver's store, glancing at me as he heard me call out, my heart pounded as I turned my face away, lest he recognize me and disappeared into the bustling crowd.
3: What you You're doing? going to your new home. It eh? was
2: difficult to watch Doctor, the scene unfold, Hel- even Terry- from a distance. Hold on, I'll save you. I'll get you out of this. Let
3: go, girl.
2: Let him go, you thugly lump.
1: <laughs> you got to admire the spirit on this one. I don't suppose you need a Gallifrey girl on the machine too, do you? Here's 4,500. I'm already indulging my needs with one new worker. I couldn't possibly get another this week. 1,700 credits. For
0: you... I'll knock five hundred off.
2: Seventy-hundred credits! I am almost offended. Surely a Time Lord would be worth more. And I've just had my first regeneration.
1: Gotta make you laugh. If I don't have the silence you, you're gonna be worth every penny to some lucky buyer.
2: Doctor, please help me! Don't worry, Terry. It'll be all over soon, I promise.
1: Listen here. If you don't quit your yelling, I'm gonna have no qualms on losing seventy-hundred in profits just to keep you quiet. Trust me.
2: (laughs) almost a shame we won't get to see that happen as terry was dragged away i watched as my past self was shoved back into the cage before i ran off after the alien farmer and terry the crowds in the street seemed to multiply as i struggled against a flow to catch up the firearm was knocked from my hand to the ground and almost out of sight as the tide of people swept past me at last i reached it and stood the farmer disappearing in the distance closing in on his ship
1: Think you can escape my cage and punch me in the face? My
2: once captain Mindu bore down on me, chains in his hands to slap over my wrists, thinking I was the doctor who'd just escaped. Without even thinking, I raised the stun gun and fired, sending wow. him flying back into a crumpled, unconscious heap. But then I was knocked off my feet again. Uh. Screwdriver and stun gun out of my grip once more. I looked up to see who knocked me, and to my surprise, I saw myself. I passed self, free from the bonds and running off of mine and Terry's life to the i Oh, let him go, you thugly lump.
1: You again? Oh, <laughs> are you a buy one, get one free kind of deal now, are you?
2: No, I'm more of a stun you, rescue my friend kind of deal.
1: What? What? What is that supposed to do? Terry! Thanks. They went awful in my outfit. Where'd you get that gun? Was it in your pocket too? Catch her.
2: Now is not the time. We have to run.
1: Don't let her get away. Catch her!
0: Inside the quester, Terry sits massaging his wrists.
1: So, we're safe now, right?
0: We are. I'm just sending a message to the real local authorities as to
2: the market's location. They should be by soon to shut such a barbaric operation down, for
1: good. I hope so. And that dark shade grower too. It's also illegal, right? Anyway, what happened to you? You're wearing this weird coat and hat. Suddenly you have this stun gun. Where'd you get those? It's a rather... Long
2: and complicated story. Have
1: you got, like, a super-duper simplified abridged version or something?
2: Alright. Well, being a time traveller, you find yourself facing some rather difficult decisions with all this power and possibility to go anywhere and do anything you want. Do you take advantage of all that? Do you stop some terrible dictator from gaining power to commit the atrocities they did? Or simply let it happen?
1: Doctor, this doesn't sound like a super-duper simplified abridged version of the story.
0: Okay, then. You've seen Back to the Future, right? To be continued in the next story, The Doctor and the Alien Invasion.
1: Formed by an all-volunteer cast featuring Diane Smith, Moira Sewell, Michael Rutter, Douglas Barbieri, Damien Crompton, Richard Butler, Roy Scale, Adam Brooks, and Carlos Anor. Edited by Carolyn Rutter.
3: This episode features Seeking Loot and Summer Rain by McKinemaSound.com. Echoes of Time by Kevin McLeod, Beyond the Horizon by Alex Stone, Deserted by FezlianStudios.com.
1: Special thanks to Chris Ball. Visit the doctor Audio for full sound effects, credits, artwork, and more.